Welcome to the Mind Body Magic Podcast. Because when your mind and body can work together, it's like magic. I'm your host, Natalie Trapasso. I'm a registered dietitian and weight loss expert. I'm here to help you up level your health and wellness, all while making it practical. Each episode, I will give you the tools and resources to become your healthiest and happiest self. We're talking all things nutrition, mind, and body. So let's dive into today's episode. Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for tuning in today. If you're new around here, I am so happy you decided to join us today. Today's topic is one that's exciting for me and it's going to get a little bit personal. If you're following me on Instagram, if not, you totally should at naturallynatalie.rd. I've been touching upon my hormone journey. So this episode, I wanted to break it down a little bit more for you, like what happened, what's going on, a little bit more explanation, why I'm transitioning from just talking about weight loss and then I'll explain what I've been doing so far and the results that I've been having. So I touched upon my weight loss journey back in episode one and how I dieted for years, gained 20 pounds, had a mini meltdown, changed my major to nutrition, became a dietitian, learned how to eat for my body and how many calories I needed, and then was able to lose that weight and keep it off for a year. And I'm not going to go into full detail about that right now. So if you're interested on hearing more about it, that's episode one. It's how and why I became a weight loss coach. So I've been helping people lose weight for the last five years. I've helped hundreds of people, men and women, lose weight, and I want to share with you what I've uncovered. Men and women lose weight differently. Like, obviously, we've heard this before. We've seen this before. It's a lot easier for men than it is for women most of the time, or that's what it seems like at least. And I can't tell you how many women would say things like, all my husband did was cut pop and he lost 20 pounds. I exercise daily, eat healthy, and I gain too. Or I would see my male clients lose 10 pounds just by giving up their Cheez-Its at night. Like it seems so unfair, right? It was like I was hearing and seeing the same things over and over again. Women struggling despite doing things right and just being told to move more, eat less. Women eating mostly really well throughout the day but still struggling. Women not being able to lose weight after having kids. Like it's copy paste from one woman to the next. So many struggling with it. And for me, this was not okay. Like, why is this a thing? Why are so many women struggling with it? And obviously that there's a lot that goes into it. There's, I mean, the whole diet culture. Women have more pressure around them to lose weight than men a lot of the time. We just put, it's like, it seems like a lot of women, that's all their thoughts consume is like weight loss, weight loss, weight loss. And it was just no longer enough for me to just help women lose like 5 to 10 pounds in a few months. And while yes, that's amazing and so exciting, like I helped so many people completely change their relationship with food and really learn how to eat for weight loss and a way to support their bodies for weight loss. And that is mostly what they wanted, but for me like I wanted to go deeper than that I wanted them to also like feel amazing in their bodies too have so much energy feel connected to the bodies and I wanted them to get to the root so many of the times weight gain is a side effect of something else going on in your body it's usually not the main problem or the issue it's something else is causing your body to gain weight and then things started happening to me in my body my body started changing. I was looking puffier, especially in my face. My clothes were getting tighter. And the craziest thing is my weight didn't change. So the number on the scale was not really any different than it was, maybe like one or two pounds. 
nothing had changed with my eating habits or my activity level. Like I I live and breathe this stuff every single day for a living and I was do I was still doing pretty much everything the exact same way, but I noticed my stomach, my thighs, like things were just changing. My face, like I said, was just puffier. Um, things just felt tighter. So without nothing, without anything changing, that was happening. And it was like my body was transforming for no reason. So I went back to what I do best, losing weight. So I just reevaluated, made sure that I was still tracking my calories. I was eating enough protein, fiber, all the stuff, drinking water, trying to do my weightlifting workouts to boost my muscle and boost my metabolism. And it was just so interesting to notice how my appetite was different. It was a real struggle for me to maintain 1,800 calories where in the past I was hitting that no problem. I was full, satisfied, no cravings. But this time, no. It felt like I had to put in extra work, boost my protein even more. And I still needed to have something sweet at the end of the night. Now, I was losing weight like this, of course. I know how to lose weight, I told you. But it just seemed harder for me than it ever was in the past. I was also incorporating strength training, like I said, to build my muscle. But I couldn't do longer than a 20-minute workout. Like, it felt like I was draining all the energy that I had in my body. So I thought that this was unacceptable. And I dove into researching hormones. And while it's not like I didn't know what hormones were, I totally did. I had to take anatomy, biology, and so many science classes in college to become a registered dietitian. But I needed to learn more. So over the summer, I signed up for a hormone training. I dove into researching articles, books, listening to podcasts, immersed myself into learning everything about hormones. And I discovered so much. Not only about the problem that women are facing with weight loss in general, but about myself too. For years, basically since I got my first period, I struggled with painful periods. Like painful to the point where I was throwing up from the pain, having to go home from school when I was in school, missing work, migraines around my period, and so many more. Also serious PMS, which could almost be classified as PMDD. I don't have a diagnosis for that, but what PMDD is, it's a severe form of PMS where you can get really depressed. You have really serious PMS symptoms around your period. I'm not kidding. For two weeks out of the month, I was basically out for the count. Don't ask me anything. Don't talk to me. Leave me alone. And I just thought that I had to deal with this until I hit menopause because I thought that this was normal and I just thought that you had to deal with terrible symptoms of your period until you don't have a period anymore. And well, after researching hormones, I discovered that this is not normal. This is a sign of imbalanced estrogen along with other symptoms that I had as well, like spotting a few days before my period, which started a few years ago randomly out of the blue. Cysts in my breast. I even had a breast tumor, which wasn't cancerous, so don't worry, I'm fine. I had to get it removed. My skin has basically never been clear. I've always had at least little bumps on my forehead or my cheeks. And I'm almost 30, so it's adult acne at this point. I have hypothyroidism, which is in and of itself a hormone imbalance, and I have pretty low energy for being a 29-year-old woman. There are a multitude of other symptoms I was attributing to hormones, which I can't really go into all of them because I don't want this whole podcast episode to be an hour of me complaining about my symptoms, but I was just finding how connected our bodies really are, and I didn't want a band-aid solution. I didn't want to have to go to a skin doctor for my acne, which I was told to do many times. And deep down, I knew that that 
it wasn't like a cream was going to fix my acne. It was like something was going on internally and that's the acne is a way of my body expressing that something's wrong. That's how I've always thought about my body. So I didn't want to just go get a cream. I didn't want to go to another doctor to check my PMS, another one for my thyroid pill, which I do take every day. I wanted it to be fixed altogether because the body is one. So if one thing is thrown off, other things can be thrown off too. Like that makes sense. And that's the way that I wanted to approach my body. That's what my personal decision was. I'm not saying that that's for everybody. This is what I'm doing. And I figured since I already have my thyroid covered, I'll go see if I have estrogen imbalances because I told you I had a lot of the symptoms. So I went to my doctor and explained to her my PMS, painful periods, And I asked her to test my hormones. She said that you can't really test for hormones at my age, which I don't know if that's true. But she asked me if I wanted the pill. I told her no. And that was pretty much it. She did give me some natural solutions, which honestly, like I was, that was really nice of her. I wasn't expecting her to do that. And she did an ultrasound and that came back normal, thank God. So there's nothing like seriously going on down there. But again, it was like a little bit frustrating. I'm I'm grateful that she gave me those natural solutions because that was my plan all along. Like I wasn't going to take a pill. I was going to do it naturally. But I just wanted a starting point for myself. I wanted... I wanted to know where my hormones were at. And again, that's my personal decision. I'm not saying that everybody has to go 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 get their hormones tested. That's something that you should talk to your doctor about. And I can't really decide that for you. But if you have symptoms, your hormones are probably imbalanced though. Like I want to say that like 40 to 60% of women will have a hormone imbalance at some time in their life. So if you're experiencing symptoms, it's a very good possibility that your hormones are imbalanced. But I really wanted numbers. I'm a numbers person. You know, I preach calorie tracking because the numbers really help me. That's how my brain works. So I ordered a test online and I tested my own hormones. And what do you know? They came back imbalanced. I had estrogen imbalances, just as I thought. So, and, but I also have abnormal levels of cortisol. Basically, I'm in burnout mode. I wasn't really expecting that one, but I'm also not super surprised either. Now thinking back on it, when I couldn't do longer than a 20-minute workout, my body was telling me to relax. So when I got these results, and even a little bit before that, I started making changes. And I want to say that it's maybe been like a week maybe a week, maybe two weeks tops. I don't think it's fully been two weeks yet. I think more like a week and a half. And you guys, I already feel amazing. My energy levels have dramatically increased. I always thought that I was destined to be a tired person, but no, I'm actually shocked. Today's the first day of my period and I didn't even spot before, nor did I get my usual migraine or the serious depression symptoms before. And I barely have any cramps. Like, yes, they're there, but it's totally manageable. Like, not something that I had to go lay on the couch for an hour with my heating pad and take a Midol for. Now, keep in mind, my nutrition was pretty good before. It's not like I went from eating a standard American diet of burgers, fries, and ice cream every day to completely changing everything my nutrition has changed a little bit because really it could take up to closer to three months to start healing your body depending on how severe your imbalance is so that's just something to keep in mind but I'm going to share some of the things that I have been implementing and again 
this is because of the hormone imbalances that I have. If you have different ones, this may not be the right fit for you. You can always go ask your doctor to test your hormones or work with someone one-on-one. But also, like none of the things I'm going to tell you right now is going to hurt you if you implemented them either. They're all natural solutions. And they're really easy to implement too. For a while, I was resisting making changes because I thought they were going to be very hard to do. I was going to have to change everything in my life. I wasn't going to be able to enjoy my life. And I'm sure a lot of you can relate to that. But when I got my results, I realized that I had to. And it's really been easier than I thought it was going to be. So the first thing that I started doing, which I started doing this months ago, is I started tracking my period. I wanted to know which phase of my cycle I was in. And if you didn't know, we have four phases. So our menstrual cycle is not just the week that we have our period. It's all month long, which was crazy to me. I never learned that in school. I don't know if you learned that in school. Most women don't learn that in school and don't even know how our hormones are working in our body, which is why we have so many imbalances. (laughs) But we have four phases. So we have the menstrual, the follicular, the ovulation, and the luteal phase. And I just track on my app, like on an app on my phone. I use the MyFlow app, but there are a ton of other period tracking apps you can do too. So that's step one. I started to track my cycle to learn what phase I was in. Then I started paying closer attention to balancing my blood sugars. Blood sugar spikes are the root cause of many hormone imbalances. So this was my priority. I make sure that I always have a protein when eating and was just more mindful to not have things that are going to cause a huge blood sugar spike. I was, you know, making sure not to eat carbs by themselves or trying to eat dessert as close to dinner as I can and not have it by itself like two hours after dinner because that's going to cause a blood sugar spike. I also tried to go for a walk after my largest meal to help with blood sugar too. So blood sugar, if you think about it, that's our body's source of energy. So if we're exercising, we're using up some of that energy so the blood sugar is not going to spike as high. So that's what I was doing. I was trying to go for a walk after my meal, my largest meal, and then trying to balance out my meals even better than I had been doing in the past. I cut out caffeine. Now, again, this is what I did. Not everybody has to cut out caffeine. The reason I did this was because my cortisol levels. In my research, I found that caffeine can exacerbate cortisol symptoms. So let's say that I'm getting stressed about something. If I were to have caffeine, my cortisol spike would be higher than if I had no caffeine. So the cortisol spike is going to happen anyways, but with the caffeine, it's higher. So I didn't want that. And let me tell you, the first few days was so rough. 11, 12 o'clock in the afternoon, I would be ready for a nap. I realized how actually chronically fatigued I was and I was just masking it with caffeine. I mean, I was a two to three cup of coffee a day girl, sometimes with a Celsius or a Diet Coke in there too. So I was having a lot of caffeine and I just decided to cut it all out. And it took me a few days to adjust, but... Like I said, I feel like I have so much more energy now than I ever did with caffeine. And to make that transition easy, I just switched to decaf coffee because I do love the taste of coffee so much that I didn't want to give it up completely. So I just switched to decaf. So that was a really easy transition. I barely even noticed a difference and my energy levels have improved. I also started prioritizing my sleep. Now, I can't exactly pinpoint exactly when all of my hormone imbalance symptoms started and what caused them. I always have a lot going on, but I can suspect that 
my sleep did play a huge role in this. Ever since we got my dog, Margo, my sleep has not been the same. She would wake up multiple times in the middle of the night, and I was letting her sleep in our bed with me and my husband, and she would move, kick, she wanted to go outside all night, this, and this has been since May. So I, I knew something had to change, like I couldn't keep going on like this, because sleep is so foundational for healthy hormones, I needed to prioritize it. It's how your body resets and recovers. So we put her back in her crate next to our bed and I'm just making sure to get seven to eight hours of quality sleep as best that I can. I mean, the first few days I was sleeping like 10 to 12 hours, waking up tired, felt like I couldn't get out of bed and then needing to take a nap at like 11 or 12. I was falling asleep at like 7 p.m. every night and I think that was just my body's way of healing And I really just let that happen. I didn't push it. I didn't push myself. But now I'm just prioritizing seven to eight hours every night. The other big major change that I made is nourishing where I'm at in my cycle with nutrition and exercise. So at each phase of our cycle, menstrual, follicular, ovulation, and luteal, our hormones are fluctuating up and down. Which brings me back to the beginning. So our hormones fluctuate throughout a 28 to 35 day cycle. And we have three major hormones involved, estrogen, progesterone, and a little testosterone, which really only spikes during ovulation. Men's hormones reset in 24 hours and have testosterone as their major hormone. They really don't have a lot of others involved. So ours are 28 to 35 days. They're 24 hours. So that's why our weight loss is different. But anyway, you can support each phase that you're in with different nutrients and exercising depending on where you're at in your cycle. So for example, in your menstrual phase, you want to up your iron because you're losing it through blood and then up your vitamin C to help your body absorb the iron. In the luteal phase, your metabolism picks up. It's why we have more cravings during that time. So if you want to eat more complex carbohydrates like sweet potatoes and fruit, again, it's not super different than what I was doing. I'm just being more mindful of where I'm at, what foods I can add in to support my body during that time. I'm not taking things out. I'm just adding in. And then the last one is I'm trying to decrease my toxin load. There are certain chemicals like BPA and phthalates that disrupt our hormones. Fun fact about BPA, it was actually a supposed to be a medicine to act as estrogen in our body. And then they just used it in plastics. So it, these these chemicals are literally called endocrine disruptors. They disrupt our hormones. So I'm just trying to switch to cleaner, less toxic versions of beauty products and cleaning products as much as I can. And I'm not going crazy with this. I'm doing it as I run out of things. So if I run out of laundry detergent, I'll go see if I can buy a cleaner version. You'll be surprised at all the good options out there and how they're not even that they're not even more expensive. My laundry detergent was actually less expensive than the other one I was using. And if you're not really sure what you're looking for, you can always check apps like Think Dirty or Yucca, Y-U-K-A. Those are a great place to start. You can just scan products and it'll tell you like, it'll rate it how clean it is on a scale of like one to 10 and it'll tell you why. Um, So that's just what I've been doing. I've just been scanning products So those are the main things that I've been focusing on. So I've been focusing on my sleep, cutting caffeine, balancing my blood sugar, trying to decrease toxins as much as I can, and nourishing where I'm at in my cycle with nutrition and exercise. And I'm not being 100% with this. I'm not stressing about everything that goes in my body 
or on my body. I'm doing the best that I can with what I have and that's the important thing to know. We don't have to go crazy with anything in life. I'm definitely not perfect. But like I said, I've already been seeing massive differences. I'll probably do more podcasts going into depth on phases of our cycle, using nutrition to support these phases and things like that. So stay tuned for those. And if you're not following me on Instagram, that's where I'm going to be putting most of what I'm doing. So come follow me on there at naturallynatalie.rd. And if you're looking for help with your nutrition and your hormones, you can apply for coaching with me. I'll link that in the show notes. But if you have any questions about this or want to request a topic, you can reach out to me and DM me on Instagram. I always love connecting with you guys. I hope you had the best day ever. Bye. Thank you so much for pushing play today. If you enjoyed this podcast, I'd so appreciate a five-star review so I can help more people. Also, come join me on Instagram and TikTok at naturallynatalie.rd so we can connect. Thank you guys. I hope you have the best day ever. Goodbye.